And it is week seven of high school football here in South Carolina. Got some good action tonight, some big-time region matchups. Let's jump into it with our um, scores from around the state. Leading it off, a tough game for the Lugolf Elgin Demons. They fall to Spring Valley tonight, 16-10 to over there in Northeast Columbia. Big win for Lawrence, who has cracked the top 10 of 5A now, or they're knocking on the door of it, actually. They're not in the top 10 yet. They knock off Woodmont in a big game. One of our games of the week this week, 28-24 over Woodmont. A little bit of an upset, I feel like, down at Hawkins Stadium in Irma, where Blythewood knocks off the Yellow Jackets 42-35. Hillcrest takes business tonight over at Riverside, 42-0. Nation Ford defeats Fort Mill tonight, 38-14, in a battle of the Fort Mill area. T.M. Hanna gets back on track this week. They knock off easily, 37-10. And a ranked matchup in 5A for us this week, Dutch Fort hosted River Bluff. Of course, Dutch Fort number one in 5A. River Bluff checking in at number eight this week in the media poll. But Dutch Fort just doing what they have done the last two years. Absolutely wiped up River Bluff tonight, 48-14 to 14 Silver Foxes. A game of the week also for us over at Dorman at Cavalier Stadium. Big matchup between Dorman and Gaffney. Dorman looked very, very good tonight. They knock off Gaffney 34 to 10. Down the lower state, Conway knocks off Sockestee 28 to 8. And here's a big win for Clover, who has been having a good year. They go to District 5 Stadium over in Rock Hill tonight, knock off Northwestern 27 to 24. Clover now ranked number seven in 5A. So it'll be interesting to watch how they progress uh, as we get to the back half of the season here. Now in the Midlands, a high scoring affair. Chapin defeats White Knoll 38-35. Carolina Forest continues to have a great season this year. They defeat South Florence 49-7 tonight. Kane Bay, a winner at home against James Island, 27-24. And Burns continues to roll. They beat a Malden team that we have seen a little bit of this year. That is, It's got a good defense, but their offense is um, – it just isn't quite in sync. And Burns – Shuts them out tonight, 43 to nothing over at Nixon Field as Burns looks to be the real deal. And they might be, it'll be interesting to see how he, how he had these last few weeks, but Burns might be the top candidate to give Dutch Fork a, a battle now the weekend of champions. We'll see how that plays out. Newberry over Emerald tonight, 31 to 21. Kane Bay over James Island, 27-24. First Baptist continues to have a good season. They defeat Pinewood Prep tonight, 68-13. to As we look, uh, got a couple private, private school scores here. PD Academy over Thomas Sumter, 44-6. to And while we're on the, the PD region, let's give a shout-out to our sponsor, the Bradley George Insurance, uh, Insurance Agency. Um, been doing great stuff down there. Open enrollment is coming up for a lot of us, so a good time to talk to, to Bradley and the guys down at the Bradley George Agency and, and help you out with all your insurance needs. Make sure you 
you go see those guys and let them take care of you. Uh, Dylan Christian also had a big night tonight. They defeat the Christian Academy of Myrtle Beach 50 to nothing on the road. Good win for Dylan Christian. And we've got uh, Clarendon invited Newberry to town tonight. They fall 31-21 in that game. Wagner Sally, they have taken Lamar over as the number one team in 1A this year. They defeat North tonight 51-2. Impressive win there for Wagner Sally. Hunter Kenner Tyler 24, Williston Elko 6, Green Sea Floyds 62 to 8 over Timminsville. You rarely see that Timminsville program um, on that lopsided of a loss. Um, so big win there for Green Sea Floyds. They they're having a great season themselves as well. Timminsville a, a bit down, not the standard that you you usually expect from that whirlwind squad. Whitmire over Dixie tonight. 24 to 7. Blackville Hilda with a big win over Rich Spring Mineta tonight. 42 to 14. That a ranked matchup in 1A ball as well. Saluda over 96, 43 to 13. Mullins defeats Johnsonville tonight, 18 to 16. Lee Central all over Louisville, 57 to 28. East Clarendon defeats Aladdin tonight, 33-3. Gray Collegiate, 49 to nothing over Columbia. It's a big win there for Gray as they travel up 26 to beat Columbia tonight. Southside Christian, they blow out Christchurch tonight, 48-0. North Central, a winner at home tonight against Chesterfield, 24-19. Hannah Pamplico over Cane Bay, 30-7. Oceanside over Burke, 42-0. to zero. Buford over Central Apageland. Big win for Buford. Central Apageland's been playing very well lately, but Buford knocks them off tonight, 16-12. to 12. Macby goes on the road, defeats Blacksburg, 29-21 to 21 tonight, and Batesburg-Leesville a winner against Silver Bluff tonight, 33-7. to seven. Usually that is a big-time game, Batesburg-Leesville and Saluda, but neither of those programs – quite where they usually are, um, quite where you expect them to be. But a big win for batesburg Leesville tonight in that game, nonetheless. So let's circle around. We've got some other scores here. Um, a little bit more for the Midlands, um, give you a rundown of some other scores that we've got here. Flora, a big winner over Lakewood tonight, 34-14. to Airport in a tight one over North Augusta, 30-29. to We've got, uh, as we mentioned, Blythewood over Irma, 42-35. Pretty big win, I think, there for Blythewood in that game. Brooklyn Casey over South Aiken, 35-20. Chester over Keenan, 31-6. This was a tight game, though, in the first half. Chester was having some trouble. They were up 14-6, I think, early in the second half, and then looks like uh, Chester pulled away there as they, they continue to – to do well in that very, very good 3A class. Clinton over Mid-Carolina, 35-31 to tonight. Edisto is a winner over Pelion, 28-6. Now here is the first big upset that I have come across tonight. Fairfield Central defeats the third-ranked Camden Bulldogs tonight, 21-20. That a battle in 3A. 
And we, we've talked all year about how 3A has been the most exciting class um, this year. You know, you've got Dylan at the top, Chapman's number two, Camden number three coming into week seven. But obviously this loss is going to drop them back a little bit. And you've got Chester number four. I feel like you can draw a line right there is the clear top four teams in 3A. And then uh, rounding out the rest of the top team, you got May River, Gilbert, Wade Hampton, Ainer, Strom Thurmond, and Woodruff. But I think those teams are, are clearly a little bit behind that top four. But with Camden losing tonight at Fairfield Central, um, maybe not. Maybe not. So it'll be interesting to see how Camden can bounce back from that and, and what Fairfield Central can do. You know, they're uh, typically a very strong program. See if they can use this as a bit of a springboard and uh, get into the playoffs and, and see what they can do. Definitely a, a confidence builder to win a close game like that against a very quality team in Camden. Um, we've got great collegiate. Uh, they had no sweat tonight as they defeated Columbia. Um, again, we said 49-0 to zero in that game. Laura Richland over Crestwood, 42-17. to 17. Orangeburg-Wilkinson, they defeat Dreer tonight, 28-7. to 7. Ridgeview shuts out Richland Northeast tonight, 47-0. to 0. Saluda, a winner over 96 tonight, 43-13. to 13. Strom Thurman with a big win tonight. They win over Swansea, 52-12. to 12. And the only overtime game that I've seen tonight, Westwood over York, 28-22 to 22 with some free football there at York High School. So good win there for Westwood tonight. And let's get a couple more upstate scores for you. Um, Eastside, they expect to win tonight against Berea, and they certainly do that. They win 49-15. to 15. Greenville, a team that we saw play South Point a couple weeks ago in Kevin and I, neither one of us was really impressed with either team. In, in Greenville, there's just uh, a lot of questions for how that game plan um, unfolded in that game. Just an interesting team. But they went big tonight over Blue Ridge. They went 48 to nothing. So it looks like Greenville um, getting back in the rhythm. In Greenville right now, they're the number 10 team in 4A. So they'll climb the Try to climb the rankings a little bit more as they go, and, and tonight's win certainly helps that. Uh, Chapman, you know, you expect Chapman every week to score anywhere between 40 and 80 points. Tonight they shut out Carolina High in Academy, 64-0, to zero, and it looks like right now they're just on a crash course for the Upper State Championship, which is going to be a lot of fun. You know, we've got teams like Chapman, Chester, and Camden, they're going to be battling for that upper state title, which most likely the winner of that group and, and whoever in the upper state that can maybe Woodruff can uh, challenge them will probably meet Dylan uh, in the weekend of champions. But it'll be fun to see how those teams um, shuffle out here the rest of the year. A big win, our last game of the week here for the upstate was Daniel at Wren. And this was a game against, you know, Daniel is – they're ranked number two in 4A and Wren number seven. And on the road at Wren, Daniel goes in, wins 34 to 28. Big win there for Daniel. Um, very impressive. You know, that's, uh, that's tough to go and win on the road against a very, very good team. So big win for Daniel there. Good to see them win. 
TL and Hannah, they get back on track this week. They defeat easily 37 to 10. St. Joseph's over Landrum 49 to 28. Liberty defeats Crescent 26 21. Southside Christian over Christchurch 48 0. Belt and Honey Path, a big winner over Palmetto tonight, 56 to 28. Pendleton shuts out Powersville 32 to 0. And this is a game, uh, a little bit of a surprise to, to me. You know, we were, and admittedly so, I, I became a Greer fan last year with Dre Williams, uh, exciting of a player as he was. Greer this year, now starting a ninth grade quarterback. Obviously, the loss of Dre Williams um, has really affected them. They look pretty good in week zero against Burns over at Nixon Field. Of course, they lost that game by a few scores. But tonight, they lose to Traveler's Rest. A good Traveler's Rest team, but they lose 21-14. And Greer, obviously, not the team um, that they were last year. Um, so, you know, a little disappointing to see Greer slip a little bit this year after having uh, such an exciting team last year. But Traveler's Rest gets the best of them tonight, and, and great win for Traveler's Rest. Greenwood, um, a winner tonight over Wade Hampton. 42-6, to six. not much resistance in that game there for Greenwood. Wahala continues their good season. They win over Pickens tonight, 35-7. to seven. And our final score from the Upstate tonight, Westside over Mann, 49-10. to 10. So that rounds out the scores that we have here uh, for you this week. Some pretty interesting, interesting outcomes, especially with Fairfield Central. Knocking off a good Camden team tonight, um, you, you see the the typical suspects of Dutch Fork rolling big, um, Burns with a big win. I, I think a pretty um, impressive win for Burns. You know, Malden's got a team that, again, as we've said all year, their offense struggles a little bit, but that defense is very good. And, you know, they're led by Andrew Phillips, cornerback that will be playing at Kentucky next year, and you know he. He's a very good player, one of the best players in the state. And, you know, to, to beat a team like that, 43 to nothing, there's something to say for that. Um, so, good win for Burns. And they are headed for to peek ahead a little bit here now into week eight. Burns will be hosting Dorman next Friday. And that could be, that could be a preview of the Upper State Championship for 5A, which – can more or less be called, hey, who's going to get the chance to play Dutch Fork in Columbia? Um, so that will be that will be a good game next week to see where those teams are. And, of course, what happens next week in that game could be totally different uh, from what we see in the playoffs if we see that matchup in the playoffs. So that will be cool to see, um, to see how that game plays out next week. But, you know, I'm really impressed with Fairfield Central. You know, we see teams like Dutch Fork, Burns, um, Gaffney with a big win tonight as well. Clover with a win. But to see a team like Cannon, who had such a good year last year, and then they've been having a very good year this year, and then they run to this roadblock of Fairfield Central. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back. But I'm going to take it. I don't know what Cam, or, uh, Kevin's going to vote for here uh, later on this week. But I'm giving my team of the week Fairfield Central um, to win a tight game against a good team, 21 to 20. I don't know the background on that. I don't know if uh, 
you know, maybe Camden went for two, maybe maybe an extra point was blocked or, or dismissed. But to win a tight game like that, uh, very impressive, very impressive. And growing up seeing Fairfield Central play, seeing Fairfield Central being such a good program, it's cool to see them win a game like this. Uh, my team of the week this week goes to the Griffins of Fairfield Central. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the, the 3A rankings shake up now because, you know, I think there's a hard line there. Um, you expect May River, uh, maybe Gilbert and Wade Hampton, maybe to, maybe to jump Camden after this loss. But really, none of that matters until we get to the playoffs and, you know, it all gets settled on the field. Um, so really fun to see, uh, to see that. And, you know, here in the upper state, we've got some really good matchups coming up in 5A as well. You know, even though Gaffney um, hasn't been quite as good, I think, as, as we thought they would be um, after the last few weeks, but they're still around and you still have to play them. And, and nobody wants to go to the reservation and play Gaffney. Um, you know, anytime you can go there and get out with a win is a big deal. So it's going to be fun to see that region play out, to see who comes out of there. And, um, you know, we're another week closer to the playoffs another week closer to, to really having things shape up for us. And it will be fun to watch. Um, but tonight, I think the biggest stories are the, the big teams continue to roll. You know, you look at number one and five is Dutch Fort. They roll. Um, you know, the number two team in 4A, Daniel, had a tough game. They, they played a very good run team on the road, but they, they still won. Um, Chapman, you know, the best team in the upper state in 3A, you know, they, they do what they do. They score 64 points. They win big. They, they shut out their opponent. Um, you know, Chapman is, Chapman's going to be a force to deal with for anybody. Um, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, but next week, um, definitely tune in for Burns Dorman. That will certainly be the best game of the week or best matchup of the week that we'll have. Um, and, hey, send us your predictions. Tell us what you think. You know, we've seen Burns play once. Haven't seen Dorman play yet. Um, I know they lost a lot from last year. They had a lot of talent last year. Um, had offensive linemen um, go to Duke. Had a receiver go to Virginia Tech, I believe. Um, so a lot of talent left on that Dorman team. But, obviously, they are very, very good this year as well. Um, you know, also, Daniel, you know, I think Myrtle Beach is head and shoulders above everybody else in 4A. But, you know, maybe Daniel has something for him. It'll be interesting to see um, if Daniel can continue continue to win. I, I think they're the number three team in that class, um, South Point. I wasn't very impressed by them. Um, you know, I don't think South Point could beat Myrtle Beach, but possibly Daniel. And it, it's going to be cool to see – here in a couple of weeks when the playoffs start and see how all that how all, uh, unfolds. But send us your predictions. Send us what you think about next week, um, especially with Burns Dorman, going to be the marquee game. Tell us what you think is going to shape up for the playoffs. You know, who's going to come out of each region? We've got some really strong regions where there's some good teams that are probably going to get left out. But, um, you know, it will be fun to watch. So you guys send us, some, uh, send us some insights, send us some predictions, and we'll talk about it next week when we come back for week eight. Um, this is all this week for Moving the Chains. Thanks again to everybody that tuned in. And um, if you tune in later this week, awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you for the support. 
Also, a big thank you to the Bradley George Agency for the support that they give us. Um, they do an incredible job, uh, great people to, to work with, talk to, just uh, good people, good people. And with open enrollment coming up soon, now is the time to take care of the important things. Um, nobody really wants to do it. Nobody's really sure what to do. So um, somebody like the Bradley George Agency, great to, to get them involved and, and let them help you out. Um, so from John Epps, here at Moving the Chains, that wraps it up for week seven. It'll be interesting to see early next week what the top 10 polls will look like. We'll post those as soon as we get it. We will decide on some games of the week for next week. And we will hit the road and go to a, maybe go to Burns Norman next week. But we'll see what the schedule looks like and see who we've got on tap. Everybody have a good week. Have a good weekend. And we'll see you next Friday.